Welcome to the Leader Growth Podcast. I'm David Skidmore. This podcast is designed to help you overcome challenges and experience transformation. And today I'm thrilled to share that this Thursday I'm going to be talking to Gary Brooks, leader of the first national building restoration project that has given our city tellers stock and bond the National Autograph Collection by Marriott. And we're going to be talking about the behind the scenes process of Gary's journey. The episode is called The Kingdom of Heaven in Business and Life. And uh, we did a full cinema recording for this episode. I promise that you don't want to miss it. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode, which is being recorded right now in my hotel room in Fort Worth. If you see this beautiful background behind me, that happens to be the curtains for the window. All right, here's the episode title. Do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes? The first time I heard this question, I was reading Wild at Heart in college. John Eldridge was posing a question that was all about identity. Do I have what it takes? This is a question a lot of people are asking when it comes to the things that they want to achieve in life, the path they want to take and the success they want to create. It's the future that they want to build. Do I have what it takes? The problem with this question is that it can be paralyzing for a lot of people. We start to examine our own lives based on this question. Do I have what it takes to fill in the blank? Do I have what it takes to make the team? Do I have what it takes to make the game winning shot? Do I have what it takes to build a business from the ground up? Do I have what it takes to be a good leader? Do I have what it takes to be a good mom or a good dad? Do I have what it takes to be an author? Do I have what it takes to be a keynote speaker? Do I have what it takes to be the kind of person people will follow? Do I have what it takes to overcome my fears? Do I have what it takes is a question of identity. We will do an entire episode focused on identity. Here's the challenge about this big question around identity. Even when you have a strong identity, you will still have days where you feel overwhelmed by the challenges that you are facing. That's part of being human. We are in the self-actualization era, which is becoming more and more the self-optimization era. Confidence or the lack of it becomes an obsession. Facing your fears becomes the focus. More self-love is the answer, at least that's what they say, but when you look at it, they don't really seem to be any happier than anyone else. Facing your fears can feel like a tsunami you have to stand against daily. Confidence doesn't just magically appear. Self-love is sometimes just an excuse for people to be selfish. So it takes us back to this question. Do I have what it takes? And the way I would answer that is, honestly, it depends on the day. There are some days when I'm on 10, when I feel unstoppable, when I'm locked in, when I'm going after my goals, and I am undaunted by the challenges before me. And there are other days, though, days when I feel insecure. And on those days, I'm second-guessing my decisions, I'm moving more slowly than I want to, and I'm wondering what happened to the confident person 
that I usually am. I can hear my counselor from my early 20s in my head talking to me about identity and the practice of engaging life from my true identity. But on these days, these anxiety-filled days, I can feel a million miles away from that self. Here's the truth. I don't want to fake it. I don't want to be a poser. That feels dangerous. And I don't have enough time to get all of the identity stuff in that moment worked out. So here's the question I'm asking is, what do you do in these situations? That's why today I want to shift the conversation from do I have what it takes to it takes what it takes. This is where I have found the art of neutral thinking to be very helpful. Trevor Mowad was the one who introduced me to this concept. Most of us are familiar with positive thinking and negative thinking. A lot of books have been written on the power of positive thinking. There are some situations, though, where it doesn't make sense to be positive. Besides that, most of us have been sold and marketed to so much in life that we're not sold on the idea of being positive for positivity's sake. What I am positive about is that life has meaning and purpose and that I am committed to my life moving in a more positive direction, and I'm guessing you are too. There's also negative thinking, and I want to highlight this for just a moment. The studies show negative thinking is an absolute killer in life. Negativity can even cause health problems. Um, It may even cause cancer. The people who defend negativity usually aren't a lot of fun to be around. Have you noticed that? They're just not a lot of fun to be around. So it would seem that our thinking either needs to be positive or negative. But Trevor Moad, who has worked with athletes and leaders at the highest level, including Super Bowl champion Russell Wilson and Nick Saban's Alabama football team, suggests a third path, and that's the path of neutral thinking. It's the art of neutral thinking. So what does it mean to be neutral? And he describes it as a non-judgmental, non-reactive way of coolly assessing problems and analyzing crisis a mode of attack that offers luminous clarity and supreme calm in the critical moments before taking decisive action. Neutral thinking is about getting the facts and making decisions that will help you succeed. So what does neutral thinking do? Well, here are seven questions neutral thinking will lead you to ask. This is the operating system, if you will. This is a framework to help us understand neutral thinking through seven simple questions. One is this, what is the reality of the situation? Neutral thinking calls you back to look at the reality of the situation. This question calls you to assess the facts objectively, separating them from emotional interpretations or biases. Number one, what is the reality of the situation? The second question is this, what are the specific challenges or obstacles? By identifying the specific challenges, you can focus on addressing them directly without being overwhelmed by emotions. Now, I've noticed this is very important for those of us who are sometimes abstract thinkers. When we may think uh, of an event or an experience, we don't just simply think of it by moment by moment. Instead, we can feel the entire experience hanging over our heads. So what does uh, neutral thinking help us do? It helps us focus in on the specific challenge and the specific obstacle. And then out of that, we're able to overcome uh, by facing those challenges specifically instead of being overwhelmed by emotions simply at looking uh, and feeling a big abstract weight around the challenge. Number three, 
ask this question, what is within my control? Neutral thinking says, what is within my control? So when you encourage a focus on factors that can be influenced by you, it will help you direct your efforts effectively and avoid wasting energy on things beyond your control. What you want to do is you want to look and say, what is actually within my control? A lot of times we end up in negative thinking because we're focused on things that are outside of our control or maybe we've even said that some things that are inside of our control are outside of our control and we need to take control back in those situations. We need to make sure that we are very clear to direct our efforts and our energy towards that which is within our control. Number four, neutral thinking asks this question, what is the best course of action moving forward? Once again, what is the best course of action moving forward. And this question will help you think proactively, seeking solutions and strategies rather than dwelling on the problem. I don't know about you, but I like to spend time with people who are focused on finding solutions, not just finding problems. It's really easy to find problems. And some people build their lives around simply focusing on the problems, focusing on the negative. And what I want to do, and what I believe you want to do, is move towards growth. And what is growth about? Growth is finding solutions. Growth is about moving forward well. Growth is about finding strategies that help us deal in reality, but also move forward well. So number four, what is the best course of action moving forward? Number five, how can I adapt to this situation? This question of adaptability encourages you to consider flexible approaches and alternative strategies in response to changing circumstances. Sometimes it's not going to be as simple as uh, a very simple solution. Sometimes the solution that we need to take on is learning to be adaptable. Now, for me, that's not the easiest thing. I would prefer that situations adapt to what I want. But what I've learned is that um, flexibility, adaptability, being agile is really important. And especially with the challenges that we've gone through over the past few years, I hope as we go forward that you continue to be able to move with dexterity, with adaptability, with flexibility, to be able to change direction or be able to adapt yourself to the situation, not that every situation has to adapt itself to you. Number six, what can I learn from this experience? By framing challenges as learning opportunities, you can shift your perspective from a negative outlook to one of growth and development. So often, We can walk out of a situation where we have uh, a failure, or maybe we just didn't measure up to our expectations on the front side of it. Or maybe we feel like we missed the expectations someone else had for us. And what we can do is we can really dwell on the negative of that. Neutral thinking moves us away from that kind of negative emotional thinking and instead says, what can I learn from this experience? How can I get better in this experience? How can I grow from this moment? There are so many opportunities in life where you and I are going to fail. And that's a good thing. We want to be people who do fail because if we're not failing, we're not growing. It's part of the process. But 
as we do, instead of dwelling on the failure itself, neutral thinking actually helps us become people who long-term win because we're going to learn from the experience. And the quicker that we can learn, the quicker that we can grow. Number seven, what is the long-term goal and how does this situation fit into it? When you maintain a broader perspective, it will help you contextualize current challenges within the larger framework of your goals and aspirations. So I don't just want to focus in on the one goal that I'm on. I'm giving a lot of energy to that goal today, but I want to be thinking about where I'm ultimately going. What am I wanting to achieve? How am I wanting to grow? What am I wanting to accomplish? How am I going to go about it? And then once I have that bigger picture, that can allow me to come back and say, okay, how does this situation fit into that long-term goal? And one of those big questions around your long-term goal isn't just what do you want to achieve, but who do you want to become? What's the kind of person that you want to become? And when we have that broad perspective, it really allows us to look at those goals from a different vantage point. So here we go. Here's the power of neutral thinking. What does it do? It shifts you out of the question, do I have what it takes, where you may find yourself second guessing yourself and all the questions that you may have about who you are. And instead, it leads you to a statement that simply says, it takes what it takes. In fact, the book Trevor Mowad wrote is called, It Takes What It Takes. He realized that so much of neutral thinking could be wrapped up in that one statement. It takes what it takes. What does it take for you to go from being a big spender to a big saver this year? It takes what it takes. What does it take for you to lead the people on your team when you're younger than they are and you don't feel like they trust you from the beginning? It takes humility, listening, clarity, appreciation, and accountability. It takes what it takes. What is required for you to cultivate a psychologically safe environment at work as a leader where you practice vulnerability and empathy in your culture? It won't just be about having a training session around it. You have to learn it, model it, and foster it. In other words, it takes what it takes. What do you need to do to drop 15, 25, or 50 pounds this year? A goal, a path, and the willpower to sustain the change. In other words, it takes what it takes. If you desire to take your high school basketball career and become a college basketball player, what do you need to do? You need to work on your fundamentals, the detail work every day, but you also need to become a student of the game, especially if you're not the quickest player. You need to practice, practice, practice. You have to apply yourself, or we could look at it and say, it simply takes what it takes. What do you need to do to grow your business this year? You have to connect, make the calls, know your numbers, practice the X's and O's, deal in reality because it takes what it takes. Today is a good day to grow, build, and get better. It's easy for us to get stuck on the question, do I have what it takes? Today, you can take a growth step forward when doubt and negativity hit you. You can simply answer that question, do I have what it takes, by saying, it takes what it takes. This is an excellent time for you to set your trajectory, not just to win the day, but to win the week. How can you do that? Embrace neutral thinking. Get neutral. Make your decision. 
go in. Can you imagine what would happen if you started to embrace neutral thinking? Can you imagine what it would be like where sometimes emotions disrupt, sometimes emotions frustrate your process, sometimes emotions stunt your growth because you're too attached to that moment. And instead, we step back, we get neutral, and we practice the art of neutral thinking. We look at the situation, and we simply say, it takes what it takes. And that's what I'm going to commit myself to today. Thanks for joining me today on the Leader Growth Podcast. It's an honor for me to be able to speak into your life in this way. Would you help me out by leaving a comment, rating this podcast, and also by sharing it with someone? And that will help us grow this podcast. And I got to tell you, I'm really grateful for you helping me share this message with others. This Thursday, I'm talking to Gary Brooks on the podcast. You won't want to miss that episode. I look forward to seeing you then. Until then, love hard, live full, and lead strong. Watch me demonstrate. See, I'm determined and dedicated. Watch what I create. And when resistance is persistent, I go harder in a pain. I just put you up on game so I can watch you elevate. Let's fly. Yeah. Wake up in the